Welcome to Stoner Chicks, the podcast for stoners by Stoner Chicks. I am Stephanie Thompson. And I am Phoebe Richards. And I'm Grace Penzel. And I'm Kayla Teal. Wow. Wow, that's an incredible level of musicality that you're bringing to this episode already, Stephanie. Yep. Just a little hint of what's to come. I'm inspired. <laughs> I'm inspired. That made me think, should we always have an electric guitar sting at the beginning of our episodes? I'm going to go ahead and say no. <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of verbal musical sting. <laughs> so I'm ready to smoke. I haven't smoked yet today, and I've got an Orange Julius pre-roll all ready to go from Fire Bros. Nice. What are you smoking, Phoebe? I have this big, fat, half-smoked joint that my boyfriend rolled last night. I'm going to smoke that later on, but I'm actually waiting because I have information in my brain that needs to get out before I relax. (laughs) I'm a fish sitting currently. (laughs) Uh, I get paid in money, but also the person I'm fish sitting for just gave me a bunch of weed. and I. Cannot recall what it's called, but it was. But just you're a, smoking it. I'm smoking it, so I'm calling it fish sitting weed. Nice. <laughs> Some of that fish sitting weed, Kayla. I'm interestingly smoking weed mixed with THCA crystals or THCA Ooh. diamond crystals. Ooh, diamonds! Exactly, fancy. If you're a platinum member of our Patreon, you saw Dr. Miyabi Shields telling us about THCA liquid diamonds, which is what they were hitting off of their vaporizer. But this is like the crystal form of that. And it came in a pre-roll. I broke apart the pre-roll to see the crystals and just like smoke it slowly because it's like 60% THC. That's what it says on the front. And as you know, that's not my favorite. I feel like I'm a low responder, as the scientists said, meaning like, I guess my tolerance is kind of low. I use less, but I can hold my weed. Like if if you hand me a joint that's 60% THC, I I won't freak out. I'll be fine. But anyway, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Kayla's getting ready to shine bright like a crystal diamond. (laughs) Yeah, the, the diamonds Liquid are oh, Damn it. Cut what I just sang. Go on. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> Fudge. My take is the diamonds are great. And I was doing some research on the extraction methods and stuff. I, it's very interesting. And I'm a fan. <laughs> My, the highs have been great. The, and like, I feel like well-rounded, as I've been hearing people say hmm. about like rosin versus resin, which I think is something Christina said about rosin. Yeah. And rosin and resin. How would you say it makes your mind feel, Kayla? <laughs> it makes my mind feel quite high. Wow. Oh, I thought what you were your trying thoughts? to I thought you were teeing up to transition to high thoughts. Oh, I was. <laughs> oh. But I, I but I can And that's I'm what... so high that I totally totally passed me by. <laughs> <laughs> but it's time for high thoughts with Stephanie. All right, this is another high thought off of Instagram, the social media platform known as Meta. (laughs) (laughs) This one's from Kate. 
love their high thoughts. So I'm grabbing another one. Good evening, stoner chicks. I have a high thought, or really a high experiment. Uh-oh. Ooh. So I smoked an infused joint, and 20 minutes later, didn't feel it. So I smoked a bong. I took a shower, and I was so high. I only shaved one leg, did not realize <laughs> until I was drying off. However, I'm way too high to get back in the shower. <gasps> Relatable. <laughs> yeah. I guess my hypothesis... <laughs> I love it. Is, do you think my legs are going to feel different? Especially when I'm sleeping tonight. Like, is one leg going to be colder than yes. the other? Thank you, Kate. Yes, 100%. Your legs will feel weird tonight if you only <laughs> shaved one of them. I only partly agree. Okay. There's more information I need because if it's one of those things where you're a regular shaver, so one is stubbly and one is shaved, yes, I think you'll notice it because that one will probably tickle the one you shaved. But if one is long hair and then you just shaved, I bet you won't notice much because once your hair on your legs are all grown out, you kind of don't feel it. Yeah, but once your hair on your legs is all grown out, the hair makes a barrier between your skin and the sheets. And I always notice, because I very, very, very rarely shave my legs. So when I when I finally do, the difference of how my legs feel like in clothing, in my pants and in the sheets is just like outstanding. It's wild. And recently for a stage show, I only shaved the bottom half of each of my calves so that yeah. <laughs> in case one of my my pants came up a little bit, I wouldn't look hairy ankled. I do that all the time. But the bottom part felt different than the top part. Hmm. I mean, I almost never shave above my knees when I shave. I am the woolly mammoth of the group. And <laughs> I would say, because I rarely shave, that I don't feel that much of a difference between a shaved leg and a hairy leg. And I have quite a bit of leg hair. But I have one time, high as well, in the shower, missed like half half my legs. Mm -hmm. Not the top half or the bottom half. It would be like stripes. Like I didn't go <laughs> yep. in, like next to each other. So it'd be smooth one part and then hairy next to it and then smooth in the hairy. And I don't remember noticing a diff. Yeah. I'm thinking now that we're talking about this, I'm a really chaotic shaver. So while I do regularly <laughs> shave, I just sort of like shave a little bit every time. So I always have like <laughs> mostly no hair, but areas with some longer. <laughs> That's too chaotic. Grace. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the Grace camp. I think Kate's legs are going to feel weird tonight, especially because I think one will just have the one, the leg with hair on it is going to have more friction going on. Like your hairs are rolling around, rubbing against your skin, rubbing against How fast stuff, do you move your back. legs while you're sleeping? I'm a wiggler. <laughs> and so yeah, I think I think it's gonna feel interesting. One leg might feel colder, one leg might feel more sensitive. No. The nerve endings are getting more action. Yes. I 100 percent wouldn't be able to move past it. I, I actually <laughs> I, No, I'm not kidding. I believe you. I would have to shave the other leg. You would get back in the shower. Yes, yes. I think I have some even if I had to sit on the floor of the shower and do it. I think I have some OCD tendencies when it comes to certain aspects of like hair and hair removal mm. and certain sensory issues in that way. So I think that 
it would freak me out way too bad and I would start panicking and have to go and rectify the situation. And I think I clearly have whatever is the exact opposite of that, where I'm just (laughs) like, chaos, shave this strip, but not the rest. (laughs) See, I've definitely had times where I've only shaved one leg by accident, maybe high, maybe not, I don't know. But I would just laugh at it and be like, only one got shaved. And then I would just keep living and... (laughs) Just keep living, just keep keep living, 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 living. But the amount of time and money that I have saved by not shaving my legs consistently since 2017 is just astronomical. Yeah. And it's cozy. It's it's comfy. I'm weird in that I still shave like once a week. So I'm kind of in a constant state of stubble unless it's Mm -hmm. the day I shave. Yeah, it's not super cozy. I'd probably be happier if I just let it all go. Well, Kate, please report back to us and let us know what happened. Did you sleep or did you have to move on? Like, go back (laughs) and go back and... Please let us know. By the time you hear this, it's been probably like a month or more since that shaving incident. How has this (laughs) month been for you, Kate? Well, thanks, Kate. That was a great high hypothesis is that what she said mm-hmm. i like hypothesis yes and if you want to send your hypotheses <laughs> to us you can do so at stonerchickspodcast at gmail.com please address those to dear stephanie and ask whether she's well and happy and that you hope so <laughs> yes please <laughs> almost no one does that p.s they know a lot to. of people do oh yeah i'm sorry listeners <laughs> almost I, everyone i just gave myself a spanking for that <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you want to know what? I have a fun segment. What is it? It's going to morph, but it starts out with uh, things I saw while I was high. You remember how last year was 2023? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I went to a concert in November of 2023. And if you're on Patreon, you would know this because I talked about it. In one of the recent episodes I recorded, I saw one of my favorite bands called Fever Ray. It was an amazing night. And opening for Fever Ray was a drag queen performer whom I had never heard of before named Christine. And Christine set, granted I was high and a little drunk, it affected me so powerfully that I was both cheering and screaming and dancing. And then at one point, I just started sobbing. Oh, my God. Wow. (laughs) Christine is a based out of New York, and uh, this is from her Wikipedia. Christine is an American drag queen performer, artist, singer, songwriter, and rapper. Christine is noted for untraditional terrorist drag, which features her wearing torn-up clothing, stringy matted black wigs, and heavy and smeared makeup with aims to expose hypocrisy and intolerance. Interesting. Christine, when performing, was part of a three-piece, I guess. That's what you would call it, right? It was a keyboardist... Yeah, I guess trio is what you call it. For some reason, I thought three-piece was a band reference. (laughs) (laughs) But it was a keyboardist and a saxophone player, which immediately I was pretty like, ooh, and then Christine just sings. And immediately I was like, oh, wow, this is a cool, like, I never really see saxophone players, and especially as just one of two instruments. So I have a clip to show you to give you an idea. Now, this is very, Christine is a very, like, punk rock chaotic sort of performer based on the descriptions and some of the photos you sent 
of Christine, she looks very, like, very New York queen, very counterculture, very just unique as her own flavor, if that makes mm-hmm. sense, which is a very kind of typical. New York queens don't play by any rules. Yeah, it's true. How do you spell her name? C-H-R-I-S-T-E-E-N-E. Cool. All right, here's a little clip for y'all. All right, you guys get the idea. Well, it was really awesome. They they did a slow song where the saxophone player had a long solo. That is where I started really sobbing. And in that moment, I was like, oh my goodness, I feel like saxophone music is like this thing that I have never appreciated or realized is like meant for me to experience and listen to. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure after the set, I immediately texted you all to be like, I'm obsessed with saxophones now. (laughs) You did. You absolutely. And I was going to do this right in the group chat. (laughs) Yep. I was very excited about it. Oh, my God. And so, yeah, that was my things that I saw while I was high was Christine. And so then a little background. I know I've never appreciated saxophone music. I've really been thinking about why in the last few, I guess, months now. I think it's because my dads, my great old gay dads, they are huge fans of like easy listening jazz. (laughs) And so as a kid, that was just always playing. And while I don't mind it as background music, I definitely never like I always have kind of I always heard it as cheesy and tacky and very much dad music. And so I think I always associated saxophones with just that, like Kenny G. Not, again, to clarify, nothing wrong with that kind of music. People love what they love. I appreciate all of it when people love it. But for me, never my thing. But I have this memory. There was one day years ago, I was driving down Alki Beach. The Alki Beach Strip, if you're from Seattle, you'll know it's in West Seattle. And along the drive, you're along the water and you can see the entire Seattle downtown skyline. It's one of my most favorite views in Seattle. And there was this beautiful day I was driving with this boy I really liked. And as we were driving, there was just this car pulled over and this guy standing outside of his car just when the sun was setting and he was playing a saxophone just by himself, (laughs) just standing next to his car, watching the sunset and just busting out sax music. And I remember we just like drove by slowly, but I remember being like, wow. That guy looks so free and so happy. (laughs) And (laughs) I kind of forgot about this moment until I was thinking about all this. And I was like, maybe that was one of those signs, like the world trying to tell me, like, Phoebe. You need more sax. There's this magical (laughs) instrument called the saxophone and you were supposed to love it. And so then the only other thing, so then in my thinking, I was like, well, what songs with saxophones do I love? And then I was like, oh, well, duh, there's a, an incredibly famous one by one of my favorite musicians. Mm-hmm. 
that would be David Bowie with Young Americans, one of my favorite artists, one of my favorite songs. And so I was like, wow, that. And then also Pink Floyd has some saxophone they use. And so I was like, wow, that is really about as far as it goes with me and ever having appreciated saxophone music. So that then brings me to a new segment that I'm going to be involving all the stoner chicks in, or at least most of them, which is being called right now Phoebe's or stoner chicks sax life. (laughs) Maybe a theme song here. And this is definitely a part one of at least two, because I'm incredibly (laughs) new on my journey. So uh, in just a little bit, I will share with you some of the new saxophone music I have been appreciating and taking in. But I just wanted to do the segment to include all of our listeners on this new journey of mine, (laughs) which is saxophone music is pretty fucking amazing. And I want suggestions of good saxophone music to listen to. Of all kinds. And luckily, we happen to have a stoner chick who has some expertise with this instrument. The one and only Grace Penzel. Yay. Ain't that Grace. right, Grace? So, yeah, it is. Grace on my phone. <laughs> Grace, Grace on, on my, my phone. phone. What <laughs> is that? It's a Simpsons great. reference. Mm. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so basically in fourth grade when it was time to pick band instruments, I decided that I wanted to play the saxophone. And even though I was very small and carry a big instrument, so I started (laughs) playing the alto saxophone and I started taking saxophone lessons from a man named Arlen Asher, rest in peace. Arlen, uh, he played every single woodwind instrument and he was old. (laughs) He was pretty old and he lived way out in the middle of the boonies. And even after he stopped teaching at the local music store, my dad convinced him to still give me lessons if my dad would drive me all the way out into the middle of nowhere Mm -hmm. to take lessons from him. And after I got out of elementary school and was in middle school, I joined the Santa Fe Youth Symphony Jazz Band and did jazz band for a couple of years. Ooh, wow. I went to band camp a couple of years. I, I really played a little classical saxophone. I played a couple of different things. One saxophone band that I really like, and I'm not going to play you a clip. I'm just going to suggest a video. I'm going to suggest you go find the Tiny Desk concert for a group called Moon Hooch. And it's these two these oh. two saxophone players and a drummer who one guy plays Barry sax, one guy plays tenor, and they just go crazy and basically almost make it sound like dubstep but with live saxophones and that it's really good. So Moon Hooch, I saw them live one time. That was great. But what I thought, since we're talking about our sax lives, (laughs) my thing is that my mom bought me, my parents bought me a saxophone to use when I was 12. And it was such a big deal for us to be able to afford, like, it was such a splurge to buy this saxophone that I have never, ever gotten rid of it. And it has moved with me every time that I've moved. So I actually still have that saxophone. 
And after 18 years, I pulled it out yesterday. And so, Phoebe, surprise, I'm going to play saxophone for you. (gasps) Can I be honest? I very, very secretly was hoping you were going to. (laughs) I don't know why I said very, very secretly. (laughs) So the thing is, is that I haven't done this in a long time. And so I was searching through all the sheet music I had. And the only sheet music I had was a Disney song. So my muscle memory took me only so far. Here we go. Yay. Yay. All I can think is those dirty, dirty sheets for the sax life. <laughs> the, the dirty, dirty that doesn't music. really work for Disney. But yeah, can we, you know, can we start like our own OnlyFans, but it's called Only Sax. And it's, <laughs> it's just only Grace, Grace playing, playing saxophone. Sax. <laughs> just Grace playing saxophone. <laughs> uh, oh, here she goes. Here she goes. Here she goes. Oh my gosh. I'm really excited. <laughs> Oh, she's wearing sunglasses. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes. (gasps) Wow. (laughs) This is the third most attracted to Grace I've ever been. (laughs) I can hear you somehow still. Good. I should turn down my headphones. (laughs) Oh, my God. Also, I'm glad we get to see Grace's stuffed rabbit. girl from Little Mermaid. <laughs> yeah. Did you recognize it at all, Phoebe? I knew it was from Little Mermaid. Okay. <laughs> For some reason, I was having trouble placing it. Now that makes total sense. Anyway, I did it better when I was practicing before the thing. Maybe well, that's I'll how just... it always goes. Yeah. I played clarinet for two years in elementary school, and I wouldn't be able to hit a single note from that time. So good job. <laughs> Honestly, it's fucking freaky how much muscle memory I have for it. Like that's the fingerings are just like in me, even though I know that didn't sound very good. But thanks for listening. And <laughs> I need a fucking smoke break. We're going to take a smoke break while we talk about Grace's fingers fingerings. and sex life and dirty <laughs> sheets and all of that stuff. So please go get high. Stoner chick Phoebe here. And before you get to that smoke break, please listen up because I have something to say that's really important. And that is you are listening to the amazing Sax Life segment. And the entire thing was inspired by a saxophone player that I watched playing with Christine. And that saxophone player is named Cole Stone Frisina. I didn't say that in the episode due to being a stoner and my phone falling apart in the moment I needed it. But I'm telling you now, Cole Stone Frisina, amazing saxophone player. Thank you so much. We actually reached out to Cole, who sent us that audio clip that you heard. So 
friend of the pod now and also my artist inspiration of 2023. Cole, I love you. Huge fan. Also, while I'm here, I might as well let you know that next week we have our first Stoner Movie Book Club of 2024, which means it is a listener-recommended film. And the movie we will be discussing next week is Lady of the Manor from 2021. So check that out if you enjoy watching movies before you listen to us talk about them. Either way, that's next week. Now, enjoy your smoke break. Welcome back from your smoke break, listeners. I forgot. I also solicited from a local swing dancer in the cannabis community who is the ultimate local Seattle saxophonist it person. And I got the answer. Ostensibly, the name is Jonathan Doyle. So if you're looking for saxophone in Seattle, the name is Jonathan Doyle. All right. Well, I'm going to have to Phoebe here and I'm definitely going to have to check that out for this entire segment is basically directing me there. Yep. (laughs) If you want to know about my sax life, I could tell you a thing or two. Okay, tell me a thing or two and then I will tell you what I've been listening to. All right. So he's been mentioned already this episode. One of my favorite concerts I've ever seen in my whole life was Kenny G. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what that man it's weirdly so fitting kayla <laughs> listen he's got his smooth listening albums for the boomers right like that's his thing like my dad's so he i worked at a music venue in a suburb of seattle and he came through he had a show at my work and i had been laughing about it with my coworkers for months we were like oh my god all the moms in kirkland are going wild for kenny g this year <laughs> So I went in, not thinking anything of it, and I left a Kenny G fan for life. Oh, my God. Okay, so what do you think it was? Well, he was on his home turf. He, he's from the area. Yes, he is. He's, he, and he was playing with a band he's been playing with since his high school jazz band. He's been traveling with the same guys for 40 years, so they're a tight band. Cool. Every last one of them shreds. Every single one of them. And Kenny being the king. He, that man yeah. fucking treads. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It was wild. There? He's famous for a reason, dude. He is. He's a madman. Yeah. So anyway, and I got to see his hair up close. I saw him like in the back hallway. <laughs> not a hair out of place. Ooh. One of the oh, craziest wow. things I've ever not seen. Not a hair. Wow. Not a hair out of place is impressive with curls. Yes. What oh, yes. It, I've never seen curls like them in my life. <laughs> you don't know who Kenny G is, Grace? Kenny G. What? What? Whoa. I thought Kenny G was like zeitgeist of zeitgeist. Whoa. Okay. He looks like Fabio, kind of. Yeah. The saxophone player of the group is who doesn't know Kenny G. That's interesting. <laughs> that is interesting. Right? That is interesting. Well, I do see that he's playing a soprano saxophone. Yes. And I don't think he ever got my mother under his 
hole. So <laughs> I was never exposed to Kenny G. There's just there's so many jokes about him in pop culture. He's kind of I mean, a notorious I've heard the okay, name okay. bandied about. Okay, who does the song that's like do 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 that's like it's such a like tiktok sound right now do you know what i'm talking about no Mm -mm. okay anyway that's saxophone (laughs) well kayla this oh i do huge huge revelation who is it i don't know who it is but i know the sound you're talking about now oh okay good 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 (laughs) so that's that's part one of my sax life part two Uh of my sax life is one of my longest term friends is a saxophone player we've been friends his name's daniel halligan we've been friends since we met when we were seven in 1998. So we've been friends for like 25 plus years. He was my first boyfriend in sixth grade. Mm. And I went to his first saxophone concert in sixth grade. And he still plays to this day and produces music. So under the name Danny Cosmo. Um, and he lives in LA. And I just saw him play live a few months ago. And it was wonderful. But I'm going to share a video from his YouTube channel with you that he actually uploaded like probably like 11 years ago now, but it's, you'll see why I want to show it to you. (laughs) Okay. So this is a cover he did of Rihanna's diamonds. Speaking (gasps) of diamonds. Oh my God. Well, that's Daniel. Wow. I could have cried. I know. Isn't oh. he fantastic? He had the Space Needle in the background. Yeah. Well, we grew up in Seattle together. Oh, okay. Um, awesome. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you ever want a private concert, he would come on the podcast, I'm sure. That's the conclusion of my sax life. Shout out to Daniel. Did you say if da- I ever want a private concert? Yeah. He said he, he told me. He would, I asked him if I could play Can that. I have that? Just a private concert? <laughs> Were we not invited? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're invited. Okay, cool. Then yes. (laughs) If it's not private, we can all come. (laughs) (laughs) So I was going to save this for the very end. But first I do what part of my ask, I really do want listeners, people. I've been asking my music love and friends for suggestions. And I have been listening to a lot of like rock and roll with saxophone, like punk with saxophone. But I'd like to get into the classics. I've barely dipped my toes into it. But also, a lot of people, we've kind of mentioned this, consider saxophone real sexy, sex life. (laughs) And so this is going to, after my ask today, be something I moved to Patreon. But I was thinking it would be fun to get some suggestions for, is there any sax music you listen to when you get down? And (laughs) I'm going to try it out. I want to see if I can, like, get in the mood and have good sex while listening to saxophone music. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. If you're like, whoa, that sounds fun. You know what? We have so <laughs> much cool content on Patreon. You should go join it for as little as $3 a month. 
There's several levels. You can get all sorts of content. We have, geez, we've been doing it for over a year now. We have so many episodes. Go to patreon.com slash stonerchicks. That's where you can join. And yeah, I'm serious. I really do want to try this out. I'm curious. I tried the other, full confession. I searched sexy saxophone music playlist (laughs) and I put that on the other night when me and my boyfriend were gonna have sexy time and it was quickly requested to be changed (laughs) Uh, so sorry if that's TMI anyone listening that's why I'm gonna move it to Patreon but I think it'd be a fun little experiment can I find something sexy enough that it gets us both in the mood What was the band you recommended, Grace? The guys that were on the tiny desk. Oh, um, mo- oh, Moon Hooch. Moon I wonder, is, do you think Moon Hooch is worth um, she was checking they out? Were recreating like dubstep. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't right. sound like that could work for sex. I feel like depends. <laughs> you mean a little something like this? the traffic cone at the end of the saxophone. Yes. You think Nick would like this? I think probably this would get a request to be changed as well. <laughs> he wouldn't. This isn't sexy. <laughs> I've seen these guys on TikTok. Yeah, Grace sent this to me a while ago. It's really good. Okay, anyway. Sorry. <laughs> no, I love it. Yeah, I, I don't think so. <laughs> you don't think that's where you're like no it's not okay phoebe bombs. play whatever you're gonna play for us oh what yeah so the the person i've been listening to the most is ornette coleman okay and i found the song lonely woman from 1959 this is very smooth and sad That's been my, it's been actually really beautiful the last two days. There were several mornings of rainy dog walks where I was feeling really sad. I had to get out of bed and I was listening to Lonely Woman and walking and smoking a joint with the dog and it really spoke to me. So my journey is so new and I know there's people. So I have always been someone, I think because my brain works overtime so much and it's so loud inside my head. I feel like a lot of the music I tend to like is, for lack of a better word, like complicated and a lot going on in it. And I think that speaks to me because it's sort of when I listening to it kind of calms. There's enough going on that I, I can focus on it and actually quiet my brain. 
So to me, I don't know why I've never listened to jazz, because isn't that kind of the definition of jazz? Not definition, but like jazz is very busy and complicated. Mm-hmm. Like me. I'm not just a lonely woman. I'm a com- <laughs> I'm complicated woman. <laughs> I think as an improviser as well, like jazz is a great yeah. genre of music for improvisers, especially seeing live to mm-hmm. see how the musicians listen and add on to each other or support each other. It's really amazing. I get really emotional watching jazz improvisation. Like yeah. I it gets me all in my feels. And thinking about well, my yeah. own art and how it's... All right. Next time, who knows how long it'll be. It'll be this year. But next time I check in with listeners about saxophone, I will have gone to see at least one live jazz slash saxophone performance. Okay. Sounds and I good. want some suggestions. I would love to get into jazz, but I'll be honest, just on my own research, trying to jump in, like putting on jazz, yeah. I can only get so far. It starts... I don't have the ear for it yet. So... Give me some cool things that can help me wade in. Yeah. We've got Charlie Parker, some John Coltrane, some Benny Carter. Mm -hmm. These are some names that you can check out, listeners. And we're all going to just like, as I think, as Nick Offerman says in Parks and Rec, uh, like hop into a river of my warm jazz. (laughs) Because he he plays... The, um, The jazz clarinet, right? Yeah, Ron... Swanson. Ron Swanson plays saxophone and oh, that's what's right. his, Duke Silver is his <laughs> right. is yeah. his secret name and all of the women go and cream themselves over Duke Silver. <laughs> well, <laughs> you'd love that episode. Let's all go cream ourselves listening oh, to some good listening to some saxophone. Oh. <laughs> Kayla didn't like it. <laughs> I thought that's a beautiful place to end. Thanks for listening to talk about my sax life. <laughs> And then and there's something. Do you guys see something out there? You got to really like, squint. It's uh-oh. so tiny. It's so it's itty bitty. Here, here, I'll hold it up so you can see. <gasps> oh, it's time for small business time. Small, tiny, little, tiny, small, small business time. It's small. Just a itty bitty, little, tiny thing. <laughs> Fit it in your pocket or in a pistachio shell. Just a little bit of irritated, tiny business time. It's been a minute and I'm so excited to bring you two small businesses that I want to shout out today. It's going to be super quick, but these are just two artists that I've been following on Instagram lately that I'm so stoked about. The first I want to talk about is Mary Jane Art Company, cannabis pop art by Aubrey Swell. And it says euphoric art for your universe, inspired by nature, created by me. And the couple of things that I was really drawn to, it's all amazing, is first of all, this incredible denim jacket that's painted. Looks like hand painted. Yeah. Hand painted. (laughs) I love it. a beautiful night scene of a spaceship abducting a crop of weed and it <laughs> says, I don't need humans. I'm here for the weed. And Amazing. It's gorgeous. And then the other thing that I really love is this beautiful hat that she made. Ooh. Oh, that's yeah. Like I, I saw wide, this. Yeah, a wide brim, uh, like yin yang hat with cannabis leaves on it. And it's just so tasteful and beautiful. But all of her painting 
All of her paintings are so amazing. I'm showing the chicks now. What do you think? Beautiful. I'm pretty stuck on those disco ball weed leaf hangers. I kind of want that that purple nug bong painting thing. I want that tattooed on me. Wow. Kind of. What purple bong thing? the, The bong you just showed with the purple nugs. Oh. Yeah, she's got little mirror pot leaves that you can hang in your window and will shoot fun lights everywhere. Oh, disco, disco pot leaves. Yeah. And she does a lot of mixed media painting on wood, which is some of my favorite kind of painting is on wood. So go check it out. That's Mary Jane Art Company. And then the other small business I want to feature is someone who's been partnering with bird and mouse glass, Rachel, who we had on the podcast. It's cutie Lil Glass. (laughs) This person's name is M and they're cute glass creations by M from Grand Rapids, Michigan, cutielilglass.com. And she makes glass, stained glass that's weed themed. And so they're like hands holding each other joints, but it's like green glass. Mm. The doggy. A doggy. Or like this one that was a commission that she just made for Valentine's Day that's two shrimp in the shape of a heart and it says you're shrimply the best. (laughs) I love a good pun. Cute. So anyways, I'm really into her shit. Here's one. I love that one. Ooh, that one's great. Oh man, I want it. That one is uh, someone in the process of rolling a joint, but it almost looks kind of abstract. So you have to kind of know what's happening in the stained glass to know it's good yeah it's like abstract enough like your mom might not even realize that it's someone rolling a yeah and she makes beautiful like glass ornaments that are joints and just all sorts of gorgeous stuff some stained glass that says like bitch or fuck which i think (laughs) is pretty funny too (laughs) like how lovely but anyway, so go check out cutielilglass.com and maryjaneartcompany.com. And that's been our small business time. Wow. Ooh, that's a great small business. Two for ones. Two for onesies. It almost fits in the palm of your hand. <laughs> well, thanks everyone for going on this sexy ride with us. Oh. <laughs> you can find out more about us at stonerchickspodcast.com that you can find out about if we have any live shows coming up, which we do in April. <laughs> you can sign up for our email list, buy merch, which now includes some awesome hats and beanies. You can check us out on TikTok at Broccoli Broads, on Instagram at Stoner Chicks Podcast. Or you can send us an email, stonerchickspodcast at gmail.com. Especially if you have a fun high thought you want to send Stephanie, you can email it to us there. And you can rate or review or subscribe to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Um, If you leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on the pod. And you can rate us five stars on Spotify. I see the stats. So we're 70% of you are listening on Spotify. So if you haven't done that yet, Come on down. Kayla's spying on all of you. (laughs) (laughs) And by the way, Stephanie, what do sexy stoner chicks always say? (laughs) 
Kenny G just shreds that saxophone. <laughs> so get high and go to a Kenny G concert near you. Yeah, just we say all of that. Everyone do it. <laughs> Shred a lot of weed, everyone. Smoke a lot of weed. Smoke a lot of weed. Sit you in the smoke, front like, row. A lot of it. Yeah, smoke a lot a of weed. Lot. Sit in the front row. Just trust me. Yeah. <laughs> Not a hair out of place. <laughs> Stoner Chicks podcast is hosted by me, Grace Penzel, Stephanie Thompson, Kayla Teal, and Phoebe Richards. The show is edited by German at your podcast editor, and the theme music is composed by Jessica Damari. Email us your high thoughts at stonerchickspodcast at gmail.com or send us snail mail at P.O. Box 80586, Seattle, Washington 98108. Please follow us on social media at Stoner Chicks Podcast on Instagram or Broccoli 